Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. This is Krista with Krista Does Numbers. Um, I am a CPA certified in the state of California. Though, um, though I am a CPA, I'm not your CPA. So any information that you may, questions you may have, you can always email me or talk to your um, personal professional advisor. Okay. So today I have Nick Hammond here from Pacific Coast Spirits. He's located in Oceanside, San Diego, California, and he is a uh, local brewing company. And we're going to discuss how his operations have obviously been very affected by this whole uh, pandemic situation, but how he's enduring it and also helping out um, the community. So Nick, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks for being here. And, I, want, and uh, I didn't want to, not. I don't want to forget my special co-host over here, Brett Davis. Thank you, Brett. Thank you. <laughs> he's he's sulking now because I forgot about him. I didn't forget, <laughs> but I did. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> so so Nick, um, so you mentioned that you've been doing this brewing stuff for a little over four years. Is that? That's correct, right? Yeah, so we've been distilling now. So we're a distillery, a craft okay. distillery, a Type 74. Um, so we, what we make here is uh, vodka, gin, um, oh, distillery, agave, I apologize. single malt, bourbon. Uh, that's okay, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's new for a, a, a lot of consumers. I think consumers are really used to the brewing and, and making beer. And so but we make, uh, you know, what we like to joke about is what, what, what beer is when it grows up. So, <laughs> there you uh, go right so true right, yeah. so here's a, here's a double, no, nick, uh, I, nick i have a quick question real quick very much the same real quick question yeah. so of course uh, shelf life on alcohol is it longer than keg beer absolutely and can't what about canned beer yeah yeah it, well all of it all the beer you know anything that's low abv uh, anything under 25% alcohol has a shelf life. Uh, it's just, it's, it's susceptible to growth and, you know, uh, and, and going stale essentially or bacteria, you know, wine, et cetera. So, you know, you know, that's why you need to be stored either in cool environments, uh, you know, if it's you know, open to, you know, corkage, you know, for wines, but beers as well, you use freshness, right? Everyone has the born on date. Uh, you know when that beer is good and you want to drink it as fresh as possible. That's, you know, any connoisseur that wants the fresh beer, you know. So unless it's made to be aged, which there are beers for that as well. Um, okay. But our, our products, you know, are high proof. We, we barrel age them at, you know, 57% alcohol. That's 114 proof. Wow. Uh, that's high. Nothing's growing at that octane. Uh, and and it, it sits in a barrel for three to four years uh, before it goes into a bottle. And we've been, 
yeah, like I said, we've been at it for now around four years or so. And uh, so uh, we've been at it for about four and a half years now, uh, putting down products and, uh, and, 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 uh, you know, like you said, it doesn't go bad. Um, we, uh, you know, kegs, kegs, kegs do go bad. And, and, um, you know, that's, that's a challenge right now in this, in this environment, uh, is that breweries are, are having their kegs go bad. They're not, they're not able to sell them to on-premise, uh, markets right now. They're not able to serve them in the, you know, uh, off the tap. And so they've got them sitting in refrigerators and, uh, and, I, and they're either going to have to dump them or, uh, uh, and, and that's that's kind of their only option right now is dumping them. Um, so that's where we're at is we see a need now this, to take uh, you know this this beer that's been in kegs uh, that's going to go bad, and we can take that beer and turn that into a high proof alcohol, at ninety five percent alcohol. Essentially, it's what we do. That's how we make vodka. Um, we right. take a, a beer wash, and we we distill that through our stills. Uh, alcohol and then we proof that down usually to about 40% alcohol and that's what goes into our bottles of vodka um, again shelf stable at 40% but for hand sanitizer we have to proof down to about 80% right um, so that's what we're making now and that's you know what our, we're trying to put together a model that's going to help all of our you know, local craft breweries to move some of this beer that would normally be destroyed and try to you know help cover some of their costs Keep them above board because they're having a tough time. We're having a tough time because we can't, you know, have our restaurant and, and bar open and tasting room. And so we're trying to take what they are, would normally put down the drain and turn that into hand sanitizer as well. Nice. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah. So, yeah, hand yeah, sanitizer. Yeah. Creative as possible. <laughs> so true. Um, but even though the, the, obviously you can't have necessarily the restaurants open, you're still doing takeouts. So, talk a little bit about that. Uh, so, so, yeah, so our restaurant is still open. We still have our, our chefs here uh, right. working on a daily Well, I mean, basis. like the seating area of the um, restaurant is, is closed down. I mean, you can't have people come yeah, and sit down. Yeah, our seating right, area right? is actually so. a bottling line for sanitizer right now. Uh, <laughs> right down the middle of the restaurant. So nice. we've had to, you know, morph our space to, to, to the times. But we do offer all of our curbside food. Um, that's, you know, that's been amazing. We've had, you know, local, you know, our local community has really been out there to, help us and, and help us keep a roof over our head. Um, so we have options in food um, as well. A little California comfort kind of is what we kind of call it. Nice. So we've got some fried chicken and cornbread waffles. We've got a nice Louisiana, Louisiana style hot, you know, chicken fried, ch- fried chicken sandwich. Uh, we do a burger. We've got some vegan options. We're doing like a nice cauliflower falafel on oh. a, a bed of hummus. Perfect. And some roasted cauliflower. So we have some really cool plates. Um, you know, we were we were really having fun as a gastro pub kind of distillery uh, model, and so we're trying to make that available now. You know, to go. Awesome. So the hand sanitizer that you are now making, um, people can come to the store and get it, but they can also get it online. That's correct. Yeah, so you can come to our our curbside here in Oceanside, um, and we sell it right out right out the front door. Uh, we also have our online ordering system is, you know, so if you go to our website at packcoastspirits.com, um, you can go to online orders and then order any of our food, spirits, cocktails to go and hand sanitizer okay. and uh, purchase that there and pick it up. Yeah. And you are limiting the amount yeah. that they can get because 
Yeah, the only so ones we're limiting are the spray bottles. Oh, the spray bottles, okay. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just about getting this in the hands of everyone that needs it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we have two-ounce spray bottles, four-ounce spray bottles. You know, we're trying to limit that to two. We don't want people just buying 10 of them. Um, we have refill bottles that they can refill those with. Right. Um, it's just a matter of getting everyone we can to be safe. So. Perfect. And you also have your merch that's available for sale so you can, people can um, you know, do, advertise yeah. how, you know, the great things you're doing. Like, you know, do you have any hats that say hand sanitizer on yeah. like Pacific Coast hand sanitizer? No, no. No, no. <laughs> that's cool. No, that's no good... and, and you know, we're not sure how, how long, how long I know. Here, you know? <laughs> I know. So, so true. But that, and then, and then uh, like yeah, you I mentioned, mean, our, our labels on the, on the hand sanitizer. Label, right. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, of course. And then, and I think it's great that you, like you mentioned, you're partnering with the breweries to help um, them out rather than the beer going bad to take that and turn it into the hand sanitizer. So that's really awesome. Um, tell us a little bit about yeah, like, maybe... I mean, the whole purpose for this is... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, our whole purpose is really just trying to drill down our costs. You know, we're not well, a yeah. big company like Purell and these guys. We're, the, yeah. we're not tooled for this on a grand scale. We make oh, yeah. craft spirits. So, right. You know, so... You know, we're trying to drill down the cost. We're trying to get more efficient. We're, you know, it's the sourcing issues with bottles. It's, you know, all of it's there. And, you know, unfortunately, we're, we can't compete at those those prices. And, right. And what we're trying to do is fill the void of what's out there. And, yeah. Uh, again, Which is, it's important. Breweries are going to help us drill that down. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And I think it's great that you're, you know, that you basically have come up with creative, you know, solution so you can still you know, have an income and provide for, you know, you as the, with the, the restaurant and of course the employees as well. Um, so they don't, you know, just, and I just, I just think that that's really awesome Absolutely. that you're willing to do that. Cause I know some places just aren't, they just closed and they're just closed, you know, and that's what well, they chose to, to do. From day one, we had a mandated closure and we we're like, how do we get creative? You know? yeah. We had to let most, you know, all of our staff go. And now we're getting into the, you know, now that we're getting our feet under us again, it's, figuring this out is like okay now we how do we get our staff back right um, right so what we're doing is going to help you know the launch of the care act and this payroll you know yeah. protection will help a little bit as well and yep we're just trying to you know figure a way to get everyone back into the norm you know so yeah and so well like the the, the new norm right and hopefully i mean hopefully yeah. obviously this doesn't last forever but i just i don't know yeah. it, there's definitely going to be some shifts and some certain things i i would imagine i mean i can't imagine us going straight back to exactly how we were, but, um, right. so you, yeah. And then you also do cocktails to go as well. Absolutely. So yeah, one thing we had here at the distillery is, uh, we have draft cocktails. So we basically, it's our R and D program to our cocktails going into a can. Right. Um, so we have, we can a handful of our cocktails. We've got seven different cocktails that we can right or we're actually doing on draft. And then we'll, you know, hopefully after all of this is over, we'll have those in cans going out, you know, into off-premise as well. So that's that's definitely one of our plans. Right. Um, but yeah, so we've got our gin and tonic that we make. We make the gin, obviously, and then we actually make the tonic as well. So okay. um, we do um, we do our whiskey gingers where we do all of our fresh ginger juicing. So everything's like it's real spicy ginger. It's real nice. Spicy. Um, but everything we use is fresh <laughs> ingredients. It's, uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah. Um, I just was remembering is, um, can you pan over to your your little hand sanitizer? Like this is like, yeah, just to kind of yeah, show so everybody I, what it looks like. Well, I can show you here. This is just totes that we brought in because 
you know, all just high proof. Yeah. Um, so we jump in, you know, totes there. I can give you a little, kind of show you the distillery space if you want yeah, as well. Yeah, that would be great. Um, so here's all of our stills. Okay, yeah. So it looks very shiny. This is where we're nice. running all of our high proof is on these columns here. So yeah. So we run these columns. Okay. Uh, you know, everything goes into the pot. Yep. Comes out as high proof on this end. Okay. And then there's our restaurant that's now a bottle. <laughs> it's not a bottle, yes. Boxes uh, and bottles so, everywhere. Yeah, bottles everywhere, labels <laughs> everywhere. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a new, it's, it's strange to come in and not see a bunch of people enjoying the space. You know, like uh, right. The restaurant, but, yeah, and that, you know, that's part of it too, having uh, a restaurant is like, you know, part of it is bringing people in and just enjoying that sort of atmosphere and just in that sort of sense of you yeah. know, just you know, people enjoying them, you know, and, and watching them enjoy themselves, you know, what they're eating and, and exactly. drinking and yeah. And that's kind of hard. I can imagine. Um, I'm more of a, that's what we built the space for. Right. You know? Exactly. Right. Exactly that. Yeah. So it's that, that I'm sure is disheartening. I have a couple questions. Yeah. I, I will allow you to ask those couple questions. I, I was going to ask, is it okay <laughs> if I, if, you know, I, I don't, I, you're the boss. I mean, I just, I want to make sure everything's okay. You know? Yes. Sure. So, was, so Nicholas, what did you do in your previous life before this? Uh, so before this, uh, mechanical engineer. Um, oh, wow. Worked in biomed for a while. Wow. Uh, device Are you married? IDs, no, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so yeah, and then, and then spent a lot of time in the beverage world making wine, uh, kind of trying to transition to this. It's always been a passion of mine. So, um, you know, there's not necessarily schools out there for distilling. Right. So it was a matter of uh, being self-taught, traveling to regions that we could go that are distilling and learning from master distillers and blenders. And uh, it's quite a quite a long path over the last decade to kind of get to where we're at now to you know, be able to do what we're doing. That's fascinating, uh, your background. I, I, always, I think it's interesting to hear where people come from. Yeah. It, it makes a lot of sense yeah. with what you're doing. Did you, uh, when did you realize you wanted to do this and why did you decide to do this? Uh, I've always, I've always wanted since college to be able to, you know, make spirits. Uh, this wasn't something that you could do in your garage legally. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, you could travel and you could taste what were the big guys were making, but you know, it's just like with beer, uh, just like with wine, you know, when you do it on a small scale and you really put some passion into it, you really pay attention to the raw ingredients, you can make something really exceptional. And, you know, I think some of the big guys, you know, I think everyone's really used to what the big brands are making, mm -hmm. but you can really elevate those products, you know, by getting into heirloom varietals, getting into organic varietals, uh, really exploring flavors within those that, you know, within those ingredients. Right. And so, you know, I've always liked cooking as well, and I've, I love food, and so I've always been a foodie. Um, and so you just, you know, when you do things in the small scale and you really explore ingredients, you can, you can make really, really, really good products. So that's, that's always been the challenge for me. And then getting out from behind a desk as an engineer was, you know, always a challenge too. So it's like, want to get my hands dirty. So right. I was raised to, you know, work, work hard and put your hands in there and roll up your sleeves and, and do, do what you do to survive. And. And that's probably you know, that's kind of where we're at in, in these times too, right now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Know? I was just going to say, that's probably why you were able to, uh, to make this shift, um, you know, and, and, and do this yeah. and, and, and be, you know, find other solutions. So Nick, um, so your website, so people can go is Pat Coast Spirits. That's P-A-C-C-O-A-S-T-S-P-I-R-I-T-S.com. 
And where is your, what's the address of, of your shop there? Your so restaurant? we're at 404 Four South Coast Highway. South Coast Highway. Oceanside. Okay. So it's 404 South Coast Highway in Oceanside. If you want to stop by and give what, you know, uh, give uh, Nick a wave, of course, make sure it's six feet away um, or <laughs> yeah. something. <laughs> make sure you have your hand sanitizer. Yeah. If yeah. you don't. We got our little, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Everyone has face masks yep. now. Um, it's, that's the norm yep. at the moment, but, uh, but Nick, I just, I want to honor you for, um, taking the time to be on. Cause I'm sure you're super busy with everything you're doing. Um, you know, and of course, you know, being less manned and, and, and whatnot, but, uh, yeah, so just honor you for taking the time to be here. And I just want to honor you for, you know, opening your, your restaurant up to, to provide such a kind of a necessity, you know, a, a super high commodity, um, to the community. And I, and I just, I really appreciate that. And thank you for being on today. We're gonna... well, we appreciate it as well. You know, have, having, you know, the light shed on what we're doing really helps us survive as well. And I, I really appreciate that. We're going to kill there's a good community here within our brewers and distillers. And, you know, it really shows how, how we can come together. I think it's, it's yeah. Pretty awesome what we have down I here know. in San Diego. It's kind of beautiful. We're going to try to come by and uh, place an order for some things and support you. I appreciate that. We all do. We'll, we'll, we'll talk amongst ourselves and we'll make a list of uh, whatever we want, whether it's the spicy chicken sandwich or the uh, fried chicken or the burger, whatever it is, and then, of course, hand sanitizer. But yeah. we're gonna, we want to support you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, chicken no, and waffles. Very much appreciated. Well, I know somebody that's going to get the chicken and waffles already. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you everyone for uh, listening in, and we will see you next time, or 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 hear you next thank time, you. or something.